Mark Harrison dead centre at the moment. I think he's going to do Number it again. Two. He's done it again. Hello and welcome to QuickLink Podcast for 13th of April. Hello especially to any new listeners as we've definitely had a spike after our Dan Bigham interview on Sunday. It's Tuesday today so that means we've got Jez Cox back on the show. He'll be on after the day's news with part 10 of his race tactics guide. Let's start with the shorts. Katia Blanca Vass, the Hungarian road and cyclocross champion, will sign for World Tour Team SD Works on 1st of June, moving away from Dolcini Van Eyck Proximus. The 19-year-old has signed a two-year contract and will continue to ride both tarmac and mud with the potential of also representing Hungary in Tokyo on the mountain bike. Ellen van Dijk will miss the opening Ardennes Classic after falling foul of Covid after the Tour of Flanders. The Trek Segafredo rider will also sit out tomorrow's Brabant Chapeel ahead of Sunday's Amstel Gold Race. Andre Greipel has announced he'll retire at the end of 2022 when he'll be 40. With 156 wins to his name, he's the leading active rider in the World Tour on that front and is currently racing in Turkey with Israel Startup Nation. More on that right about now. To the day's sole racing action and stage three of the presidential tour of Turkey, 212.6 kilometres, the longest of the race's eight stages, from the banks of Lake Beşehir, heading due south to Alanya on the Mediterranean coast. After winning stage two, Mark Cavendish, back with De Kernick Quickstep, was in the turquoise race leader's jersey, tied on time with Arvid Decline of Rally Cycling, who won the truncated stage one. Those two were tied atop the points classification after trading wins. Vitali Butz of Salcano Sakaria had a five-point lead atop the KOM competition, and Artyom Zakharov was in the white jersey for the Daily Preems Prize. We gave it away at the top of the show, but Mark Cavendish took back-to-back wins for the first time since the 2015 Tour of California. He'd also just won three stages at that year's Tour of Turkey a week earlier, actually, to take Quickstep's yearly total up to 17. That's four clear of Jumbo Visma. Let's cut to the chase. You know how this all works. Early attacks, shut down, day's break, day's climb, four riders, four minutes, and it all comes back together with about 15k to go. Dukernik, Israel and Alperson were all trying to control the front of the bunch and launch their guys from the strongest position, while Uno X were also in the mix as the roads wound into Alanya. Israel looked the strongest, with Greipel having four teammates ahead of him, with the Finnish gantry hewing into view. Halvorsen of Uno X got blocked in after losing a wheel, whilst Archbold had just peeled off Dukernik, who had Hodge leading out Cavendish. Rick Zabel swung off for Israel, launching Greipel, carving up Jasper Philipson of Alperson in the way. As soon as Greipel went, Cavendish was hot on his wheel, around Hodge, and turned on the afterburners with 150 metres to go. Cavendish had more in the tank, taking the win, with Philipson avoiding bumps on both sides as he came up the middle for second, and Ali Okowski of Bingo snatched a podium place. Fourth Halvorsen, Greipel took fifth. Bonuses now take Mark Cavendish eight seconds clear on top of GC. Jasper Philipson is second, and Decline drops a place to third, ten seconds back. Another pan-flat day tomorrow from Alanya to Kema over 184.4 kilometres before we hit the really big climbs on Thursday. Before we take a look at tomorrow's action, here's Jez Cox with the latest instalment of his fantastic A to Z series of road racing tactics. We're up to J and I'm assured that it doesn't stand for either juicing or jiffy bags. Here's Jez. It's back to our A to Z of racing tactics and this week finds us at J. It's a little-known fact that one of the most recognisable and long-lived advertising slogans in sports history was in fact inspired by a notorious convicted murderer's last words on death row. 
According to US Supreme Court records, in 1976, American Gary Gilmore walked into a gas station in Utah and shot dead the station attendant and then a motel worker. The following year, 1977, which just so happens to be the year that Elvis died and I was born, Gilmore found himself on death row, awaiting imminent execution. Yes, Elvis died, accept it. Yes, I was born. No, I am not the reincarnation of Elvis. <laughs> anyway, as Gilmore faced the five-man firing squad, his last words were reported as being, let's do it. A little under 10 years later, in 1987, an inspired and much heralded advertising whiz kid by the name of Dan Whedon had been commissioned by Nike to coin a campaign that reflected the brand's move from trainer manufacturer to all-encompassing sports and leisure brand. Whedon wanted something that would talk to the elite athletes just as it would those who were pondering their first steps into getting fit or even just getting out. From the beginning of the process, Whedon found he could not get Gilmore's three words out of his head. And so with a slight tweak of let's do it to just do it, arguably the most impactful sports marketing slogan of all time was born. And it has hung around, hasn't it? You'll often hear it said that triangles are amongst the strongest shapes. And you'll see this reflected in both the design of suspension bridges and bike frames alike. Just their three parts. Contemporary analysis would also probably say that the strength of Whedon's logo lies also in its three-word structure. And so it is that I want to present to you two three-word tactical mantras. And the first of these, of course, is just do it. J-D-I. Now look, all of my preceding tactics have been dominated by my advice guiding you to do less, and be clever or calculated in some way, and to follow enforced logic rather than some type of youth-be animalism for attacking each time you see your parents, for instance. But the sake, for the sake of JDI, right now, I want you to suspend all of that and engage your inner mindfulness in order to understand the power of instant reaction. Now, I must have said a thousand times in my various wafflings at bike races that races are lost and won in moments of impulse and in moments of indecision. I've said it a thousand times. Any of you that have raced will have experienced the moment when you see something going alongside you, someone's attacking, three riders drifting off and away, or that last rider just lifting onto the pedals to be the last one to jump across to that early breakaway that three laps later, has two minutes and is never seen again. You know the moment. If you've raced, you'll almost certainly have seen it. That singular moment alone is very potent. And like that, it's gone. Pretty much all of my preceding advice will be fueling that dominant voice in your head at that moment that says, wait, go with the next one. Someone else will chase. It will come back. And all the logical preserving talk that's informed by my very own telling you to be cautious, be clever, and do less. That one rider thundering past me will have ten more behind her. Oh, she doesn't. And it's gone. And that moment's gone, and that's the race gone. Just like that. Of course, what's also gone is the simplicity of that very moment. 
You can't react impulsively to everything, okay? And sometimes it's wise to just wait. And I guarantee you, if you race long enough over the years though, you will look back on more memorable missed moments than the ones that you actually jumped on. And so it stands. This is still about decision-making in the moment, but it's more than that. Having an, an impulse on off switch would be very handy. Think of it as your very own private JDI switch, hidden in your forehead mission control panel. No one else need know about it. And this, is, this need just be between us. But have those moments where you flick your switch from clever to JDI mode. Just do it. And the contract with yourself is that as soon as that split second moment comes, you will react without pause and you will jump on it. Gear down, sharpen up, eyes open and ready. J-D-I. There is something in that triangular strength principle of the three words, by the way. I'm absolutely convinced of it. It takes me back to another three words that impacted me unexpectedly deeply in Glasgow of all places, back in what must have been 2013. I was there on a British cycling coaching course at the Sir Chris Hoy Velodrome, and we'd spent the whole day poring over coaching protocols and training methods. My head was spinning that evening with things we'd done and things I needed to do. As seems to be becoming a theme in these podcasts, I settled down that evening to enjoy a cold beer in my hotel up there. And my mind was still tracking back through the day, assimilating and sifting information while pre-playing my doubts over how much I'd actually remember and use. In that moment, as I did, a hand reached across me and placed a sparkling cold glass of something golden and refreshing on the table. And as this happened, I was absolutely centred and stopped. I noticed on the staff member's hand three small words. Be here now. Be here now. Each word on their own line. And I remember that moment vividly. Kind of sounds silly, doesn't it? It's just three words and so simple too. And yet it really struck me how profound and vital that is for all the ele elements of my life and not just racing. That needle on a record syndrome, that concept that the past and the future don't really exist, only the present. And yet having realized that even that moment is gone. That concept is really powerful. And yet it's one that I certainly think I need reminding of regularly just as much then as I do now. Perhaps in racing, that focus of be here now is what we need when our JDI switch is in clever mode so that we never miss the present and ripe opportunity to switch to just do it mode. I'm drawing to a close here and perhaps my illustrations have made this more complicated than it actually is. In fact, they have. Next time you see something stirring in a race, don't think, just do it. The ever entertaining Jez Cox there. You can find more of his work at jezcox.com and you can catch him on Twitter at jezcox. That's J-E-Z-C-O-X. He'll be back next week with part K. Before we have a look at tomorrow's action, one rider who did just do it today, Tom Portsmouth. You hear him pop up on the show, usually on a Monday in our weekly waffle, although he also does contribute to our live recording and race reports as well. 
He took the win at Hillingdon. Just a 30-minute crit, but it's the first win of any of the show lads this season. So congratulations, Tom. Give him a shout out on Twitter. He's T-O-M-P-E-Y underscore one three. So there's no World Tour racing tomorrow, but it is a pretty stacked programme. Brabantch Pule taking place with both men and women. Both those races finish in Overreise. It's day four of the Tour of Turkey. And Volta a la Comunitat Valenciana begins the first of its five stages from Elche. Wout van Aert, Florian Seneschal, Jasper Stuyven, Greg van Avermaet, Tom Pitcock, Michael Matthews, Matteo Trentin, Yves Lampert among the big names at Brabantch Peel. With Chantal Vandenbroek Black, Annemiek van Vleuten, Corinne Rivera, Sanna Kant and Lucinda Brand likely to light it up in the women's edition. British representation there comes in the form of Anna Shackley, Eleanor Baxter, Anna Christian, Joss Loudon, Abby Mae Parkinson and Amelia Sharp. And in the men's race alongside Tom Pidcock, it's Stevie Williams, Simon Cart, Luke Rowe and Ben Tulett. At Valenciana, there's just four World Tour teams. That's Movistar, FDJ, Lotto, Sudal and Cofidis. Enrique Mas leads the Movistar team and likely GC winner. Arnold Demar and Caleb Ewan may trade sprint wins, while the likes of Stefan Kuhn, Eli Jesbert, John Abasturi and Mikael Aristi are in with shouts of taking stages. For the Brits, there's Matt Holmes with Lotto Sudal and the ever-entertaining Paul Double with M.G. Cavers. We spoke to Paul back on show 86, where he took a top 10 at Copy e Bartali, and we'll look to give him a call again. We'll take a look at all that action on tomorrow's show. Until then, take care. Thanks for listening to QuickClick Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news, results, opinion and chat. We'll be back tomorrow with another show. But in the meantime, you can hear all of our previous episodes at quicklinkpod.co.uk and find us across social media at quicklinkpod. If fantasy cycling is your thing, our Velo Games show league code is 57273217. Like and subscribe, rate and review, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye now. <laughs>